Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus Canton. Today's day, today's player, we're going to go back to the defensive side of the ball, and this guy I've been just super, super excited to finally get to talk about. Jack Campbell, linebacker from Iowa, senior, six foot five, 249 pounds. And my special guest today is from Bleacher Report. His name is Matt Holder. He also is a writer for the a writer for Silver Black Pride. Yes. Is that right? Or yep. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. All right, Matt, how are you doing tonight, man? Good. How are you doing, Dwight? I'm I'm good, man. I'm glad I, I found you. Uh, I've been trying to reach out, you know, for different people. I've talked to about 50 okay. different people so far. Um, it's been fun. You know, it's been awesome. neat to find people I, I haven't interacted with before. And like I know I've seen your writing at Bleacher Report because I read a lot of what you guys do. So glad Happy to have you on here. All here. right. We'll quickly go through the profile for Jack Campbell. He was a three star from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Committed in the class of 2019, he could have probably went the basketball route after leading his team to state titles as a junior and senior. Played in 11 games as a true freshman. Um, missed the first three games of 2020, but still got thir- almost 30 tackles, four and a half for a loss and one sack. He really broke out as a junior, garnering third team All-Big Ten Conference and the team's defensive most valuable player honors by leading FBS with 143 tackles and 14 starts. He also had two interceptions, returning one for a touchdown. Broke up six more and one fumbles. But 2022, he won the Dick Buckus Award with 128 tackles, including five and a half for a loss. He was also first team AP All-American, Big Ten Conference Defensive Player of the Year, Linebacker of the Year. And wow, and he also received the 2022 William V. Campbell Award, also known as the Academic Heisman. I mean, he put anything, any questions about his athletic ability to absolute sleep at the combine with a 9.98 RAS score by running a 465 46540, 37 and a half inch vert, 10-8 broad, 424 shuttle, 9813 cone, just a phenomenal, phenomenal combine. All right, we'll get into the meat and potatoes. Matt, what skills does Campbell possess you think will make him successful in the NFL? Well, first thing I just have to point out while you're reading all his accolades, you had to stop and take a <laughs> breath, right? Just because yes. he's such a so uh well recognized and so has so many awards under his belt as a linebacker. So I think that's obviously something that you're going to be coveting for in the, in the draft as someone who's done it at, the, at that level. But I think one of the biggest things is that you touched on it. Going into this draft, I don't think anybody had a whole lot of uh, – going into the combine, I should say, I don't think anyone had a whole lot of doubts about Campbell's strength and his play as a run defender. I, to me, he's one of the best linebackers at stacking and shedding and getting off blocks in this class and can play against the run. Absolutely. But two – and then, too, when he goes out into the combine, one of the big, again, heading into that, one of the knocks on him was his athleticism, and he tests through the roof. You know, runs a four six five forty, which good, not great time, but then his shuttle and three-cone are amazing, which is good for his change of direction, vertical and broad jump through the roof, and obviously he did it all at two, nearly 250 pounds. So I think that's one of the biggest things that, you know, why I've actually moved him up on our board. I think he was linebacker three heading into the combine. Now he's firmly linebacker one for me. And one of the, and probably one of the guys that I think has a good chance at getting being one of those first round linebackers is he is a guy who has old school size at six four and six foot five or six four uh, and two fifty two hundred fifty pounds, and then now after the combine we know he has new school athleticism. So to me, he's just one of the perfect hybrids or one of the perfect combinations of uh, size and athleticism that you're looking for in this game that can still defend against the run. So that's why. That's why for us at Blue Report, he's our linebacker one and why he's probably going to be, he's going to stay there definitely until uh, draft day. Right. I like them moving up, moving up to linebacker one, because now we're hearing, you know, that Trenton's, Trenton Simpson might be considered a safety on some people's boards, but which is, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit crazy. But 
I know it's the same thing you do. Like he, he is that old school the way he plays, but then seeing his athleticism test that way, like we'll get into his weaknesses a little bit, but I saw his coverage get a little bit better this year, but you can definitely see he doesn't have like the range of like Simpson and things like that. But then he ran like that at the combine or the movement and you saw, well, maybe it's there, you know, yeah. maybe he just wasn't asked to do that. You know, I was definitely more of an old school offense or defense, sorry, <laughs> offense too. I mean, they're old school everything. <laughs> old school everything. Yes. Um, but Campbell's, you know, he processes the run game. Well, I love how he sifts through traffic. I mean, he's yeah. just, I mean, he's always where he's supposed to be. He doesn't make, you know, he's never, never out of position. Very, very good tackler. Not one of those guys that's going to absolutely floor you. But he's always where he's supposed to be, and he always wraps up. Always great angles in pursuit. I mean, he's just he plays the way you want a linebacker to play. So what do you see as, as weaknesses then, Matt? Well, I think one of the things you kind of touched on it is even at the 4.65, he doesn't quite have the long speed that you might hope right. for someone like a Trenton Simpson in this draft class or, or on the very extreme end, the Owen Papo who ran a sub 4.4. Uh, <laughs> obviously, that's a little bit ridiculous. No, I'm not going to expect him to do that. But no. he's definitely a guy that, you know, I don't know if you're going to want to put him in like a Tampa two type of system where he's got to go cover like a safety or a wide receiver down the middle of the field and take away the seam. That would probably be his biggest, uh, his biggest, you know, knock or knock on him, which is again, not necessarily a, a huge negative because he is can at least run for a little bit and not terribly slow. Um, the one thing I would say about his instincts, and I do really love what you have, like what you, everything you said post snap, I think pre-snap, there are a few times where he can fall for the eye candy a little bit and maybe get himself out of position right. and uh, take himself out of his gap. But that was really the biggest things. And, I mean, those two things, like, that's nitpicky. You know what I mean? And, like, and I know a lot of people will point that out as uh, – or point that out as, you know, bad scouting or anything like that. To me, like, that's what you want from a first – as a prospect is you want someone to sit there and say, I have to find weaknesses in your game. And that's, to me, with Campbell kind of where you're at, especially, again, after he how well he tested at the combine. And the pre-snap thing is something that could very easily be taught. Right, I mean, you're, right. you're, you're not going to be able to teach speed. I'm sorry, but you know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but definitely the pre-snap thing is something that you would think. And then I, I originally had tight hips and, and limited lower half movement, but I think he kind of killed that at the, com- yeah. at the combine. He's like, definitely. hold on a second guys. <laughs> so yeah. And then, okay. Um, do you have a player comp for him? Is anybody you think that, I do, and I, I want to preface this by saying when he's healthy, which is Leighton Vander Esch, and I actually had that comparison before uh, Indianapolis, where I think they have pretty similar styles where they have good range, speed to speed, a little bit more straight line, like, kind of like what you're talking about. Um, and if you go look at Leighton Vander Esch's RAS score, I think they were almost neck very and neck. Similar, yeah. yeah, very mm-hmm. similar. So those are kind of my two. Those are that's a I feel like a good comp. Again, a healthy Leighton Vander Esch who doesn't have who doesn't have severe neck issues. Which, if you remember the beginning of Leighton's career, he's going to love oh, love as like a defensive rookie of the year and, and a uh, future cornerstone. Unfortunately, those those uh, bad injuries have held him back. Oh yeah, he was actually the very first podcast I was ever on. I talked about Leighton Vander. It's kind of funny. Um, his RAS score was actually identical to TJ Watts, JJ Campbell, yep. which I thought was hilarious. There couldn't be more different of a player, yeah. I don't think. But um, as far as draft capital, I mean, most of the recent mocks have have Campbell going later in the first Vikings, Seahawks, Chargers, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys, even. Uh, is there any of those teams you really like or a team you'd really like to see him on other than one of those? Or? Well, I think the Vikings are be an interesting spot, especially now that they don't have Eric Kendricks. And, um, you know, the Vikings are a team that doesn't have a whole lot of needs. They have a lot of good players, not great players. So I think he could fit in and fill in uh, Kendricks role. 
And then we we're just talking about Leighton Vanderesh. So the Cowboys, if they don't uh, bring him back, I definitely think would be a be a good spot for him too. Yeah. So I like those two ends, and I mean, are those two uh, destinations for him? And I, I think I agree with you where you're talking about. You know, I think he'll fit into that late first and maybe early second round uh, category. And again, that's looking like probably going to be where the first linebacker in this draft class comes off. Yeah, probably. And no, you don't do fantasy, right? Or, um, or I, little? a little bit with my buddies and stuff like that, but I'm not a fantasy guru. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I think if you play IDP, I think Campbell's you're going to be your linebacker one too, because guys like. Like I love Simpson and Sanders a lot as well, but they're both going to be off the ball type. You know, you even talk of Simpson being a safety. So I think Campbell's going to get your your tackles that you really want. He's going to be a guy that's going to get 125 tackles a year. So I think he's potentially the – I think he's the linebacker one and potentially one of the top IDP assets in this class. So just because of what he brings to the game. Yeah. And what, were you, what was it, the number earlier? Did you say it was 120 or something like that last year that he had uh, yeah. in, at Iowa in, in yep. 12 games and 13 games? So yeah, about 10 a game, I'll take that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just safe, safe production. So definitely what we like to see in IDP. So. All right, well, thank you for coming on, Matt. I mean, I know that wasn't, it was pretty clean, quick, nice rundown. I mean, Campbell's a lot of fun, uh, hard to nitpick his game. I mean, he's just, Definitely. you know, for what he is and what he brings to the table, uh, he's very, very good at it. So, uh, Matt, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you're working on. Anything you want to plug or? Yeah. So, pre- again, appreciate you, Dwight, for uh, having yeah. me on. You guys can follow me on Twitter at mholder95. Um, Got scouting reports all com- coming out on Bleacher Report all throughout the draft. And, uh, of course, any Raider fans, I'm uh, active on Twitter, not afraid to afraid to share my opinion on how this wild offseason has gone so far. So give me a fall in there. Let me know if you hate me. Let me know if you love me. Either, either way, it's all good. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Raiders offseason if it wasn't wild. So even though Al Davis is gone, it's the spirit lives on, right, and <laughs> some of the moves they make. So. All right, you can find me on Twitter, FFPeoples Champ, this podcast, Daily Draft RPRT. Thank you all very much for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.